beautiful sweet sweet mamas i hope you are well and moving through whatever you're moving through with just such ease and grace and and knowing that it's always just going to work out for you it's always going to work out this is the path that you are on now and it is the perfect path so today's episode is all going to be about sickness sickness in your home sickness in your life (laughs) and it's going to apply not just to your child but also to you because the impact is a you know a a double-edged sword because it's not uncommon for us to get sick at the same time as our kids and I'm going to talk about why but also I think there's a fundamental part of sickness that we're all missing and it was inspired by a conversation with one of my uh, former clients yesterday and it's really got me thinking and I there is a chance that some of what I talk about in this is going to be a little bit triggering and it's because I love you <laughs> I love you so deeply and I want you to reflect on your choices and work out if they're right for you because if you or your child are getting sick all the time then it's it's the body's way of saying we're just not aligned in the way that we need to and there's some fallacies about things like this that I think are are structured into our mainstream life that are just not true and it also got inspired by my toddler vomiting all over the floor yesterday (laughs) and I was like I've got an ebook sitting there waiting for my copywriter husband to edit and he hasn't but thankfully that's probably a good thing because I have some more things to add to it but I want you to know that everything I talk about in this episode is meant with love for you and to bring to light some topics that maybe you haven't unpacked yet there's some parts of our modern day experience in our capitalist world that are not spoken about and it's also the massive impact of women to desire to bring uh, work into this world which every woman brings a beauty of work in some way but the impact of that is significant on everybody in that home so I'm not opposed to women working I am a working mum but I am also a stay-at-home mum and I am also a homeschooling mum so I don't have really any childcare for when I do my work Um, my childcare is the TV (laughs) and so I operate a business that's earning quite good revenue in like a couple of hours a day so I just feel like whilst that's not the point of the conversation that I'm going to go into today, I just want you to know as well that you always have something else available to you and have a listen to this episode, see where it takes you in terms of your mind and see what it brings up in you and see what you might need to shift and change for things to work better in your life. And if your kids don't get sick much anymore or you're not facing much sickness, that's brilliant. To me, you're probably living 
pretty well in some kind of alignment. I don't think it's just about exposure to illness, but I'm going to unpack that in the episode. So hold on tight. (laughs) And if you're feeling triggered or confronted by some of the things that I say, then I'm sending you love. Now might not be the right time for you to listen to this. It just might not be the right space. And that's okay. Pause it, move on. But if it feels fucking fabulous and a bit like a trigger of new thought and new possibility and a different way to shift things, then keep going. Sending you love always. I love you so deeply. Just know that you're always on the right path. My lovely queen of the home, Mama. just wanted to remind you that at the moment there's only two ways to work with me that is through the mama club which is a monthly just sign up for the month low-cost membership where we work on mothering ourselves and each month we have meditations and workshops we have one live coaching call and a whole heap of other stuff that we unpack within the month to make sure that you show up as your best magical self and then there's my one-to-ones where we really dive deeply into supporting you so that you can be the absolute best mother you want to be and then your kids get to thrive and your relationship gets to thrive and you all just flourish like magic. I get you to find your own wand of life and wave it around and watch it flow out without having to take lots more action. So I just wanted to give you those reminders for today. Sending you love. Hello, my beautiful mamas. I hope you are having the loveliest day. I am sitting in front of rainbows, like two full rainbows, which is just absolutely incredible and watching people take photos of them. Like what a magical fucking world we live in. Fucking magical. Go outside and find the absolute beauty in today. If I could dare you to do anything, like I don't even care if it's pouring with rain, just get the fuck outside and realize that life exists so much more outside the four walls of your house. Anyway, sickness, illness, fuckery. I've been swearing a bit lately. I don't know where that's coming from. It's inside me. So I'm going to tap into a subject that I feel like is kind of, kind of like mm, controversial. Controversial? Me? Never. My kids don't go to school and I don't really believe in education anymore. And I worked in the education system for over a decade. So yeah, fuck, like I'm controversial. So, if your kids are sick ever, often, sometimes, like whenever the fuck, I was having a conversation with a friend and I was explaining that my kids not only get sick way less, when they get sick, it is nothing like what I experienced when they were in school. So, when they were in school, If they got sick, and really up until this year, 
so so we're like three years out I think three or four so it's taken like three years to decondition this out so you gotta like if you wanted to do something different you might it might take a while but like it's taken so long to see the impact of that stopping so when my kids went to school they hadn't been to childcare because I just used a nanny and that was what was right for us and everyone was like your immune system's going to be whacked out you're going to get slammed blah 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 and I really did believe that narrative I really like succumbed to it and I don't think that helped actually I think that made things worse was like my belief system was like yep we're going to get slaughtered and fucking hell we got slaughtered like when my boy started kindy we had gastro eight times that year and he had a broken leg and I had my third baby. So like we got fucked over plus all the colds. And, you know, that was what I used to say to people in daycare when they started their babies. I'd be like, oh, you can expect like eight kind of viruses and then, you know, maybe up to 10 colds and people look at you like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, that's just your first year. Then they build up all their immunity and then they're great and blah, 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 you know. There's a whole lot of kind of bullshit under that once I've realised what's actually going on. And, you know, because I'd have these kids in childcare, some who would get sick those amounts of times, and then there'd be some who were just fine. And the thing that I think there's a part of sickness that we're all totally underestimating, and this is uh, through a conversation with a friend where she was like, and so my boy yesterday chucked his guts up. And my youngest boy, <clears throat> I've never seen him from it actually. And we'd been in the car and I was like, wow, that, I didn't expect that. And he chucked his guts up for a good few minutes and he was scared and frightened. And he went, like he, it was in the kitchen and on the floor and everything. And it's fine. I just cleaned it up and gave him a bath and all that kind of jazz. And he was absolutely fine after now I know it was a gastro type bug and no I'm not going to go near any friends or anything like that at the moment I know it was that because of the smell so there is a very distinct smell from a tummy bug compared to overeating or even like car sickness or something it just doesn't have that putridness if you are close to dry retching when you clean it up you know it's gastro anyway so I like was like wow that's weird he was like dying of hunger like a few hours later same with my previous time I had thought we were getting gastro like one of my girls vomited a couple of months ago same thing she only did it that one time normally I find the heaving takes about six hours for it all to get out and the bug is like rampantly violating that my child's body I've seen it and I've seen it in myself as well But at the moment, we are no longer experiencing that. And I was saying to a friend, even when we catch bugs, it doesn't seem to violate the body like other bugs. And she was like, well, that's weird because you think your kids would have less immunity from not being at school. And I was like, no, that's not actually how immunity works. Your immunity doesn't get better just from being exposed to bugs. That's not actually how immunity works. Immunity is to do with the health of the body and how the body functions, right? So that is why some bodies are going to get exposed to these viruses and they don't need to embed them. 
they'll just project them out in some way through like feces or urine or, or however it gets out of the body. They don't even have to experience the vomiting or the cold or any of those things. So if you have good immunity, you don't actually have to experience any of those viruses. You didn't not have to get sick. And I think that's where the kind of fallacy comes from is like, okay, well, we send them to daycare or they get started in school and the sickness like overruns our lives because they haven't been exposed before. That actually isn't the full truth. Some bodies are going to manage things better than others. And why is that? And so the number one cause of sickness, the number one, the number one thing, if you look at all research, chronic stress. Chronic stress is the cause of illness, okay? So when the body is under constant chronic stress, then you are more susceptible to illness. And this is the link that's missing. So we can look at this as scientifically as we like, but you cannot really study chronic stress because chronic stress is going to look different for every person. So one mum can work full-time and not feel stressed in the sliders and just go with the flow and roll with it. And one mum could be a full-time stay-at-home mum and be more stressed than the woman who's working full-time, right? So there's no, there's no like, Newton's law on what chronic stress is going to look like for a child. Chronic stress is going to initiate in the home and it will also be part of wherever they are. So I now realise that when my kids were in school, school didn't align well with me. I knew from the beginning that it was probably not my jam. It was probably not going to work great for my kids, but I thought I could kind of undo whatever I needed to do as soon as they were home and I couldn't. They were under chronic stress. So sickness is not just about being exposed to illness. Like that's actually way down the track. Like your own personal health comes well before what you're exposed to. And so if you are chronically stressed or if your kids are chronically stressed based on the experiences they're going to have, their immune system is compromised. Chronic stress is like a immunocompromised. Many of those things that people get to do with immunity issues are to do with chronic stress. So if you're wanting to reduce <laughs> the amount of time that your kid gets sick for or the amount of time that you get sick for, you have to look at what chronic stress factors are impacting your lives. What other things that are impacting your lives? What are you not in alignment with? How are you fucking yourself up? How are you fucking yourself up? Are you working a job that doesn't make you happy? Are you taking your child to a place where you don't feel safe with or they don't feel safe with? Are you just making choices that are to do with our capitalist society and to keep the hamster wheel running or are you making choices that feel alignment and make you feel fabulous and like the best choices in the world. And when you live in alignment, you don't have to get sick often and you don't have to get sick for very long. That is the truth. 
And I think we can all be really quick to like bag out wellness bloggers on the, on the gram or YouTube or any of those types of things. Like be like, blah, you're just not cool or whatever. Like fuck you and your vegan shit. Like I'm not really super down with vegan. I've tried it. I don't feel good on it. But like if that floats your boat and makes you fully in alignment, then that's just so fucking awesome. And if you feel healthy in that way, and you're not getting sick and you don't have like adrenal fatigue or chronic fatigue or any kind of chronic stress-related problems, then you're living in alignment, right? And you don't get sick very much. Like I was thinking of going to a new gym and I was like, oh, sometimes when I go to a new gym, I get sick. And I was like, ah, 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 you're just not going to play that game. You're not going to get sick lots from that. You're going to be like fucking badass, right? Because I won't go to the gym so much that my body goes under chronic stress as well, which is one of the things of going to a new gym. You try and push yourself and take yourself so far that it's too far. And so get clear on what you want. Get clear on what's best for your child, children, people. Like what's the most loving place for you to all be every day? For many, many mums, the most loving place is to be at work or at home or like with their part-time job like what is the most loving choices for you guys like are you making your choices from a deeply rooted place of love love for yourself and love for your kids because when you focus on those things when you focus on loving you and when you focus on loving your kids you don't have to go through societal norms you don't have to You don't have to leave your kid crying for hours at daycare. If that doesn't feel like the loving action to you, find another way. You don't have to drop your kid at kindy while they're crying for hours because someone says that's normal to you. If that breaks your heart, it's trying to tell you something. It's telling you to take a different path. It's telling you to look for different options. And that could just be a different school. That doesn't have to be that you have to home educate or that you have to have different choices to anyone else it just is giving you a sign that something's not safe and illness is the ultimate manifester of let's say chronic stress chronic unhappiness does that like what I you're gonna like if this is gonna feel triggering I am not in any way saying that you need Like, if you're sick, that just means that you're so out of alignment and broken. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it can be a sign. If you're sick all the time, if it feels out of the norm, if you're constantly at the doctors, something's out of alignment. So what are some of the things that you can do to increase your love in your home, um, If your kids are spending lots of time in the care of others, you want to make sure that you're spending heaps of time like loving and supporting and laughing and nurturing with them in the mornings and the evenings. You want to try and get outside if they're at school or daycare for the day. You still need to spend some time outside with them. They do not need to watch more TV. This is just a fallacy. You don't actually get more well from watching TV. Like, that's not actually possible. So if you have a bacteria inside of your body that you're struggling to move out, by staying still and not moving, that bacteria still has nowhere to go. So you need to move your body in some way and you don't have to go for a marathon run. 
You might just walk along the coast. You might just walk around the block. You might just do something to move things through your body. Obviously, having like baths, warm showers, things like that. Getting outside and spending at least half an hour outside to reduce your stress load. Moving more and more and more like we just don't move enough as humans anymore for our bodies to be loved and supported and nurtured. And focus on you. Like if your kid is sick and they're waking lots and you're really struggling and you're feeling like you're pushing things to the limit, do everything you can to take care of yourself. Do it all. Go to bed as soon as your babies go to bed, like as soon as they go to bed. Do all the things. Drink so much water you flood yourself, (laughs) not literally. Spend time in the sunshine. Wear clothes that make you feel like the fucking hottest mum in the world. Like just do all the best nurturing and loving things for yourself and then see things start to shift. That's what you're waiting for is for things to start to shift and change and adapt and not be the same as what they currently are. Because if you're getting sick all the time and your kids are getting sick all the time and you're still doing the same things that you were a few weeks ago, you need to shift. So I hope that's given you some ideas and I'm sending you so much love. And if this is triggering to you or just doesn't feel right, then let it go. You do not have to to subscribe to my beliefs. If exposure to illness is what you think is right, follow the lead on that. Love you. See ya!